Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Uh, welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my guest is Paul Gillespie. Uh, Paul, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I've been we've been investing for about... Uh, 10 years, but not really that serious. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, probably investing in the last six months. Yeah. And uh, But we own a Gammy's uh, Beeswax Candle Company. So me and my wife have been doing that for 10 years. And uh, yeah, we have two wonderful kids that we uh, <laughs> that keep young. <laughs> the beeswax thing is always so interesting. I think that's what we... Actually, no, that's not how we started talking. We just got talking about that on the side anyway. But, <laughs> but anyway, it's kind of interesting that I, I have a friend who does some bee stuff too, but uh, the bees wax on the other side is kind of cool too. So, um, <clears throat> Paul, how did you uh, – let's just let's go through the story and then we'll just branch off from there. How did you get started here with the real estate? And how I'm assuming you started in Canada and crossed over? Yeah, see, my mom is um... – She's uh, from Macedonia, so she came over here, and she's a uh, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. and she kind of started, and she didn't have all the uh, kind of things lined up. She she basically uh, still has trouble writing English, but she made quite an empire for herself just out of grit and determination uh, and perseverance. So she's always been an idol of mine, so I've watched her growing up, and basically just naturally followed in her footsteps. So started to, to buy investment properties, uh, even bought my first one in Toronto. Um, that was uh, like 13 years ago and built the basement to rent it out. So always interested in income coming in for rentals. And then um, when the candle company got big enough, we just started deciding to buy houses. So we started buying houses, um, we bought one in Scarborough that we moved to, and then Oshawa, and yeah, and Blue <laughs> yeah. Mountain. We do uh, Airbnb in Blue Mountain, which is really interesting. It's uh, it's quite fun. <laughs> you know what? That's kind of actually cool because I actually had that idea a bunch of years ago because I I used to go up there for work, so I was I was looking at the Airbnbs up in uh, Blue Mountain myself, and then I the I was like, oh, they're so expensive, and I was like. Like six years ago, and I'm like, wow, they're a lot more expensive now. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we, got, was... we, we got very lucky. We got a place that's uh, right on Jozo Weeder, which is right at the mountain, and it's uh, two minutes from the village. So we I, we feel blessed that we actually got that place, you know, because they don't. It was hard to find comparables for it because mm-hmm. they just don't go on sale. They don't. No one sells them. So gotcha. Yeah, no, that's yeah. an interesting, yeah. <laughs> interesting problem to have. Okay, so then, uh, so you got the Airbnb, and then what else happened? Um, we we basically we have some Oshawa houses. We have a triplex there. Uh, actually, a newly bought duplex, which is uh, really cool. We just sold. We actually sold one there, and mm-hmm. uh, did really well with the legal duplex, and just bought another one for two hundred thousand dollars less, which was a real bonus. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and uh, I just find Oshawa in particular in this area seems to be a real, I, I just have a feeling it's just ready to explode, just my <laughs> opinion. Yeah. No, no, that's awesome. So are I, you, 
So do you do any uh, investing in the real estate or in the U.S. or is that all it's all Canadian stuff right now? No, um, we we actually bought a house back in 2012. Uh, it was still the market was still kind of recovering, so yeah. we, we picked up a, a beautiful townhouse which um, had a it was like an HOA thing. So they did the lawns and had a pool there, and we needed that being so far away. I didn't want to maintain anything. Mm-hmm. They maintained you know, Um and now it's worth, I believe, three times what we paid for it, and then it now. Whereabouts so, is that located? That's in Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. What we've done is um, we've used that as a to, to refinance to really fund a lot of our new acquisitions. So we actually bought um, this is about three weeks ago. We bought two houses in Ohio yep. in Dayton. Ohio, uh, single family residents. The reason we chose that one is they call them popcorn houses. They were very inexpensive. Okay. So I was able to uh, do cash with those. And uh, we actually did a, two duplexes in Memphis. Uh, again, simply just because of uh, Memphis is a hot market too, but just the price point is hard to beat. And uh, there's a good team down there that really helps us with all the things that we need to be done. And uh, we also just bought a fourplex on Monday. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, we we've been busy. Yeah, yeah that's really busy. So where where'd yeah. you go with the fourplex? The fourplex is in Dayton, Ohio. Again, uh, it it was something we couldn't really pass up. I always wanted something bigger than a triplex. I'm trying to inch yeah. my way, kind of like monopoly game, you know? Yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> you know, get a little hotel. So this is my little version of a little hotel kind of thing, you know, kind of a bigger unit. And uh, the cool thing was, is it came with financing already in place, like a, a seller's financing. And uh, it just, it was just such a good deal. It was really So it was at like a subject to loan then? Yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's a two year term and uh, but basically it's going to be light renos right now. Half of it's already rented out. So there's income coming in yeah. and then, the ones that aren't, we're going to rent, uh, sorry, to reno, and then we're going to put the tenants over on the other side and, and go that <laughs> route. Yeah. No, that's awesome. No, yeah. I'm actually buying a, a fourplex in Dayton as well right now. <laughs> Should oh, close in, I don't know, a week or two or something anyway. But <laughs> anyway, no need to talk about me. <laughs> but um, okay, so the Florida property, I just was kind of jumping back and forth in my mind. Sure. Uh, is it... Do, so, I'm assuming you use that some sort of personal use. So when you're not using it, is it an Airbnb or what do you do with that? Well, the intention when we bought it was an Airbnb and we were actually doing really well with it. And then um, one of the chairman, uh, chairmans, uh, you know, the people that sit on the board yep. came to us and said, sorry, guys, you can't do that. There's fine print that said uh, no short-term rentals, which we didn't see. We, you know, That's our fault. We should have yeah. read it. But the good thing is we've had a tenant there for, gosh, she's been there like four years, uh, barely hear from her. Uh, you know, she just pays the rent. So it, it's definitely a good cash flow house for us. And the, you know, the um, appreciation has been amazing. It's just been amazing. So really good. you did do Airbnb for a little bit on that property, right? That's right. And we would have loved to continue it because it was quite lucrative. But, um, yeah, they just kind of shut us down and warned us, and we don't want any trouble. So we said, okay, no problem. So when you're getting started with the Airbnb, just because I'm dabbling into this sort of field myself uh, in doing it remotely from a distance. So 
to get all of the you know, stuff in there, the plates and furniture and everything else, did you go down there and do it yourself? You hire a company to do that, or how did you go about it? I we went down ourselves. My parents, uh, they're kind of like partial snowbirds, so they're down for two months, come back for a little bit, then back down. So yeah. we just went down. We vacation there frequently, and that's kind of the area. So we basically just went in and set it up ourselves. We had a good cleaner. That's the big thing was having a good cleaner, dependable. Yeah. And um, uh, the key was done by a lockbox, so it was pretty, pretty good. Same thing we do with Blue Mountain. It's the same type of setup where now Blue Mountain's a little closer, so we visit there frequently. But it was it wasn't too difficult to do the Airbnb. You stay on top of it. it, it yeah. We've always had smooth transactions. So how did you find the cleaner? Like how did you come across we, her or him? We knew her. It was like from my uncle's girlfriend's friend kind of thing you know? <laughs> and she yeah. turned out really good she she was really reliable that's good you know I, I, well, that's where i find a lot of my referrals too like or people or referrals is the best way to to go yeah that's right cool so then uh florida airbnb not sure what else <laughs> is there anything else i should ask you about that yeah. <laughs> i don't know we've had some like uh, getting dabbled into the u.s we were kind of afraid so i'm sure a lot of people were you know they're probably on the fence so what they should do oh what about the economy things like that um for us uh i was pleasantly surprised now it's been a roller coaster ride for us um as far as finding financing um you know being a foreign national but you know if you really really want it you find a way to do it and we we have but it has been we've had two deals that totally went off off the table and we were under contract and and just the lender just changed their mind on on the minimums and uh so again it's been up up and down you know what like, I, I love i love i think everyone loves to hear the stories to try and learn what what like how you got over this so basically they cut your lending out from under your feet in the last second what did you do did you actually get to close those properties or did you have to find a new lender or what did you do yeah, no, we didn't. Uh, the one we didn't close, it was the Jacksonville. The other one, um, we kind of had the, a warning. The the real our realtor, we have a really good realtor in Florida. She's been super super helpful, and she went in and she said when she went into the upper bathroom because it was a duplex. Yeah, she said when she stepped into the bathroom, she was afraid for her life because the floor was so soft. She said something. She thought she was going to go right through. So Ooh. that one we we backed out of. But we were really looking forward to the other Jacksonville duplex. And um, I remember I was kind of like just feeling good about the process, getting excited. And we had a Daytona property we're closing in uh, early December. And I had the two of them going and it was Friday night and I get a call from my broker and he just sounded down. I knew something was wrong. He just said, uh, sorry, the lender just wants a minimum of a $100,000 mortgage. And the house where the duplex we were looking at was 110000 so it met the criteria of their $75,000 minimum yeah. previously. <clears throat> so I just said, what, what, like <laughs> never had this before in Canada. It's just, it's simple. It's just, yeah. it, it, it is and it goes, you know, but I said, I, I'm so disappointed. And I said, I know it's not entirely your fault, but like I'm, I'm, I'm under contract. So we had to, we got out of the contract. Uh, so we never end up going through. I'm, I kind of went with a gut. I, I felt that it wasn't meant to be. So I just kind of said, okay, you know, obviously 
there was other hiccups with this house that came up so this was just like the final one so it wasn't just like the first one it's like two or three warnings and i said okay i got the warning <laughs> i'm gonna back you know it's fine obviously something doesn't want me to have it yeah you know what that's probably a good uh, good way to go because i've i fought my way through some of these ones and i fought and fought and fought and then at the end you're like now I got that's my biggest pain in the butt property I own is the one that I funny right yeah you're like well it was diff everything was difficult in acquiring it and now you know having it is difficult too huh. yeah I, I, I've learned a lot I've learned a lot from that process and and the process and it's been a very short time don't get me wrong it's only been like about two months of really really you know I'm I'm an impatient guy I want things done yesterday you know like <laughs> for me like I said we're, we're uh, in two months, it'll be six homes that we close on. Yeah, uh, four of them are done, and two we're waiting on. And uh, it's it's been such a cool run. So I always suggest anybody that's on the fence, do it, go through it. Believe me, it uh, there's a way to to do it. We're doing it, so if we can do it, anybody can do it. You know, <laughs> without this being like too personal, um, like. How are you funding all these properties? Are you doing refinances on some of them? Or are you just coming up with new cash every time? Yeah, well, what's so to start everything off, we, the Daytona property, Daytona Beach in Florida, that's a really interesting property. It's kind of like um, it's, it's three parcels with four different houses, and uh, they package it together, and it's, it's, a, it's a charitable thing. So basically what they're doing is it's uh, for people that have mental issues, and they're, it's a halfway house for them, and there's actually a church that's involved that we deal with and we only deal with one person and uh, they basically rehabilitate people back to society and we just thought we really want to be a part of that and uh, yeah that's we're, we like it's it's the price is good and, and we're going to be profitable for sure but at the same time we're also feeling quite charitable as well so it's a win-win for everybody um, so what, what's then that is our house in Clearwater, we never had to take a mortgage. We, we bought it for 66000 back in 2012, yeah. and now it's worth well over 190000 So we got very fortunate that way. So what we did was we just basically are putting a mortgage. It's, it's not yeah. a refinance, but it is kind of, but there was no yeah. on it. Yeah. So we're, we're using a big chunk of that money to, to fund Daytona, but... To be honest, we've just found money here from the sale from the Oshawa house as well. We're just, we're finding ways to put money out and shortly be able to have it come back um, quickly by refinancing these these newer homes. So so I get the, we get the cash back in our pocket yeah. and we're using the rentals. So it's been a, yeah. And the, <laughs> and the, cool. Yeah, the financing's a funny part, you know, with the brokers, I, I would suggest after that one incident happened with the um, one broker in Florida, I learned a valuable lesson to have at least three to four brokers on in my pocket so I can go in case anything like this ever happens again. So that's a big lesson I learned, and I guess I had to learn it. And now I do have four and working on a fifth where I can always go to, and I've already qualified with them. So nice, easy process. Cool. Are you using like a hard money lender or using like a, a local bank or what's your? Finance? Yeah. So these are mortgage brokers. Uh, yep. The one, the one, uh, there's one in New Jersey that you actually uh, helped me with. Yep. Uh, and uh, then there's one in California that actually the, the realtor 
in Florida hooked me up with. So these are brokers and they're yeah. very reasonable as far as their, their um, percentages. And they're very creative. I find brokers are extremely creative. Uh, the truth is I got turned down by my bank. I deal with TD bank and they, uh, they actually turned me right down, which you know, like I said, didn't stop me. Now, after this year, after seeing my income tax, I think they'll want my business again. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'll, I'll work with them too. But right now I'm working with brokers and they've been, they've been filling the bill, uh, you know, what I need. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these, a lot of the deals that come from teams, a lot of them actually come with some, like you said, hard money or construction loan money. And some of them are not, not bad with interest and they're very short term. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's creative, very creative. I've learned to be very creative <laughs> in this department. That's awesome. One last thing before we go. Um, I noticed you're like uh, Florida, Ohio, Memphis. Um, was there one I also, other one I missed? No, I think that was it. Just the three markets, right? Just the three, that, yeah. Okay, so why why pick the three markets? Why, why move around? What was, was there something, a driver of the market that brought you there or the deal that sort of brought you into those places? Yeah, well, there's a good team in Ohio. I really trust the people I'm dealing with, but I've heard some um, really interesting news from different people in Ohio, so not even attached to the team, that say that uh, the, the actual city of Dayton, uh, particular, are really trying to clean up that area, and there's some industry moving in. So I think that it's it's one that's under the radar right now. So I'm I'm happy about that, and the prices are very inexpensive, and you can really do some good cash flow there. Uh, so I like that. Um, Memphis is a very hot market, just because I think it's UPS, if I'm not mistaken, is moving a big plant in there. And so there's going to be a lot of blue collared workers. And uh, it's just a really hot market. And the price for the two duplexes was, like I said, I couldn't pass that up, like getting basically four doors for really not even the price of one price of like, I don't even know, it was, it was a very good price. And then Florida, uh, we're actually buying another house in Ocala, which is really close to Orlando. Yeah, um, it's kind of between Jacksonville and Orlando. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And that's a hot. I would say that's probably from what I've heard, Orlando being one of the hottest places in all of the U.S. right now is as far as uh, you'll get a decent cash flow, not a amazing, but yeah. uh, appreciation on the property there is phenomenal. Uh, there's some of the. I know the house that we're looking at. Is, I think it's around thirty-three to thirty-five percent on the ROI. Uh, it's, yeah. it's a really high one, so we're really pleased with that. So we kind of uh, Indianapolis is another one I'm looking at. I'd like yeah. to dabble in that one too. But uh, they seem to be the hot markets. So those are basically why we've gone in those directions. And the teams are so important. It's, as long as you have a team in place, they make things so much easier. I'm starting to realize that. Oh, that yeah. uh, Starting over that. every time to get another team is just a whole whole extra fun. <laughs> Full-time job. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool. If um, Is there anything that I didn't ask you you wanted to chat about before we close this off? <laughs> no, I think... I think All right. Fun. So, Paul, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, uh, what's the best way to do so? The best way is uh, P underscore Gillespie, which is G-I-L-L-E-S-P-I-E. 55 at yahoo.com well thank you so much for coming on the show i really appreciate your time i think uh, there's some great value in this <laughs> my pleasure my pleasure